What the fuck is up, duelists, and welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Max, and I'm here to tell you that abstinence is the only valid form of contraception. Uh, I'm Dan, and, uh, 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 you know, like, Neon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Audrey, a.k.a. the, um, oh, God, where is it here? Sorry. Uh, the virgin incel Manjame versus the Chad Balsell Misawa. <laughs> God. And today we have a special guest. Would you care to introduce yourself? My name is Dirk Dammit, and I don't get distracted. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dirk. Welcome to one of the fucking weirder episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! we've watched so far. Yeah, what the fuck was this? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I crave. This... I don't mean this... So, on one hand, these episodes were great, and on the other hand, this is the worst anime I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's like, it's it's baffling. It's a fucking scientific anomaly. How did they get Yu-Gi-Oh! to tread that very thin line between incredible and I fucking hate this series that ruined my life? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) There it is. There's the anime that cursed my dick. Yeah, I think... Not Misawa's. These episodes were in- <laughs> intriguing, and I think by just intriguing. I think by sheer bat shittery, it managed to avoid being complete garbage. Yeah, these mm-hmm. uh, went off the wall, like off the rails immediately, and stayed that way through the very last second. The last like seconds of these episodes, especially given what the rest of them feels like, was like taking several punches to the solar plexus. I'm not gonna lie. It's like when you play Roller Coaster Tycoon and then you delete the last section of the track so everyone flies off and it <laughs> yeah. fucking explodes. There, I can't believe. That this episode, or at least the first episode, is about that weird, that weird nerdy kid. I don't know any of these people's names. Um, Bastion, mm. yeah, Bastion that, Misawa. Weird, the weird kid with the weird Kawa, the weird kid with Kaiba's voice. Um, <laughs> British Kaiba. British Kaiba. Um, uh, hello, I'm Seto Kaiba. But yeah, um, oh, blimey. So I just I couldn't believe that the first episode was about. Bastion's sexual awakening through cards. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, not even once. <laughs> what? Excuse yeah. me. And no. speaking, speaking of uh, the first episode, what what was the first episode's name for y'all? Dual <laughs> Distractions Part One. By the way, distractions is this uh, is the four kids term for horny. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Just so you know, I recognize that you guys didn't get uh, the uh, the uh, four kids dub. Mm-hmm. So graciously, we didn't. Sa- exactly. So when he says, "I will not be distracted," it is, "I will not get horny." Mm-hmm. We have a fucking landmine of a title, don't we, Audrey? Oh, God, I'm excited. Um, so the actual way it is translated is Misa Pooh versus Amazonus, a marriage duel. I I, I do want to point out. So Misa Pooh mm-hmm. is like a nickname that Misawa gets. Uh, called throughout the episode, which is not a direct translation, actually. Uh, what they actually You're call right. him is Misachi, um, mm-hmm. which is, like, a very diminutive, like, nickname for someone, yeah. but they didn't know how to translate it, so it's just Misapu throughout the episode. I want to see, like, a Yu-Gi-Go character. You, like, you know how we always talk about how characters will use different 
um, honorifics for themselves when they draw, like, you know, Bakura's like, Ore-sama no turn. I want to see someone who goes Bokuchi no turn. It's just like, <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little cute guy. It's my turn to duel. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, fucking batshit episode. I also did not take notes because I we had a pad truck at work today. So, like, my half of my body is just fucking destroyed and I'm also getting sick. So, mm-hmm. my, my mind is idle. I need y'all to carry me. I got when you. When there are three footprints in the sand is when you all picked me up and dragged me along the beach. I, I got you, bro. Uh, we open up with Misawa doing yoga and practicing self-care. Uh, he's he's staring <laughs> oh out God. into the ocean and thinking about the seven stars. And he's like, ooh, wow, seven stars. And then he um, unzips his jacket to reveal uh, his deck his bomber Rob vest. Patches. His exactly. <laughs> <laughs> This dude has the smallest feet in the biggest fucking pockets imaginable. Just so many pouches. Uh, yeah, his every time we see his um, card deck bomber vest, it does make me lose my shit. It's a uh, tactical dueling vest. <laughs> that's right. Fuck? Yeah, exactly. Hyba's, that's right. Hyba SWAT teams go out wearing this thing. <laughs> tactical <laughs> yeah. stealth it's action Yu-Gi-Oh GX. If it was in real life, it would be camo. Mm-hmm. Right. So- right. Yeah, so he's thinking about duel. He's like, I'm probably going to have to duel soon. Like, got this key. Going to have to, you know, think about that. Uh, Someone's going to come for my ass eventually. Uh, but he's like, all of us need to be more prepared. So it's time to wake up my friends. Hey, is that Misawa? He has a gun! Blam, blam! <laughs> yeah, Barrel yeah, this- Dragon just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. So, so Barrel Dragon is probably heavily censored for you, right? Oh, extremely. It's like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's G. Yeah. This yeah. horrific glow about it. So I would like to just say, mm-hmm. um, I have maybe seen a couple episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX in my entire life. So this whole scene was just like, just shocking. Just completely like, I wasn't expecting any anything that happened in these episodes. I just, like Barrel Dragon suddenly in real life to just shoot them in the face, but it doesn't matter, really just confused me. I actually, mm-hmm. actually, that is a good point. One thing that we forgot to do uh, with you, Dirk, is uh, what is your experience with Yu-Gi-Oh? Before we go any further. So my experience with Yu-Gi-Oh, um, I was super into it for a few years until, like, like I collected the cards. I had, like, I had a bunch of games. I had the Forbidden Memories thing. I was super into the manga. And then my deck of cards went through the washing machine. And I was no. like, well... Well, that's. I guess it's time. I guess it's time to grow up, huh? Um, but yeah, very, very I, sad. It was very. It was a very sad moment. Um, I had three blue eyes, white dragons. Just oh, like you got I, fucking weevilled. Oh. I did. I got. We. Uh, you're right. I got weevilled. You, you got, got fucking weevilled. <laughs> you were Kaiba man, and you got weevilled. Damn, <laughs> this is the saddest story ever. I weevilled myself. <laughs> you but, said say goodbye to Exodia as you shut the washing machine lid. Say goodbye to Exodia! <laughs> yeah, um, no, uh, but yeah, and then years later I tried to get back into it, but the rules all changed and made no sense to me mm-hmm. yeah. at all. Some would say the original rules don't make any sense either. No, they. It, it's not like they did, but now it's just like a fundamentally different game. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta learn how to do fucking pendulums. I don't want to learn how to do shit. I'm almost thirty. What the fuck? <laughs> my brain, my brain don't fit new things no more. I've learned everything I could. I I can learn. 
you know? <laughs> You've learned everything worth learning. Everything else is super er, uh, superfluous. I got maybe a gig left. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting that fucking Android notification. Your battery is low. Please consider <laughs> freeing up some space. And I say, no, I need to know all the Pokemon stats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn. Oh, man. But yeah, so I love... I love me some Yugi and Joey and the four kids dub. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dual monsters. You know, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Some are saying it's a good show. It is. Uh, some so, are. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we're, when we left off, Bastion had basically woken up his friends by firing a gun into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Normal shit. I, I love how everyone is just weaponizing their ability to see card spirits now. I. Like, Misa was like, I'm here with this giant, like, sentient gun, and I'm going to blast it off into their face, and as they wake up, it just disappears, and he's like, thanks, mm-hmm. you've done your part. <laughs> the evidence is gone. Yeah, he wakes them up to take to have them do some dual exercises, which means they have to practice <laughs> dramatically drawing cards. This Fucking is, dual aesthetics. This is how you get better at drawing. This is how drawing is a skill in the Yu-Gi-Oh! world. When they're doing their little stretches on the cliffside, Misawa's going, un, dual, tra, un, dual, tra. That's really it also kind of looks like they're practicing doing the Hitler salute, so... It's hmm, a little... It's not good. It's not... They could have differentiated that animation a bit more, I think. Yeah. But then you'd, they'd have to put a little bit more effort into it, and, you know... Nah. <laughs> this is a 2000s not for this anime. Episode. Absolutely not. We've only got so much budget, you know? We gotta put it all into, uh... We gotta put all things. the frames into buff ladies. So did you guys not get the part in the first scene where he's looking through his deck and he's like, I oh, right. I have no distra- distractions. And then he falls upon this weird, cute little uh, cherub. Yeah. Uh, like It's like a weird little part. like fairy. He's like a magical girl. girl. I believe a cup of greed competitor Susie Toa was personified with this image. Hmm. Mm. Susie go on Yu-Gi-Oh. Very good. And he's like, oh, when he sees it. And yeah, this comes up a couple times. It does. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. No card games until marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Not even once. You know, I've been thinking about it. And like throughout this episode, I found myself imagining, you know, those like anti-drug Yu-Gi-Oh! PSAs where Yu-Gi talks about how he could never be a good duelist if he smoked weed. Uh I'm I'm imagining that, but with Bastion talking about abstinence. Can you imagine Eric Stewart doing an abstinence-only PSA? Cool, blimey, governor. If you get your dick wet, you'll never be able to win the Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament. I I can't do that, actually. (laughs) I I was just uh, thinking, like... Thanks for listening to the podcast. I gotta go. Uh... (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Audrey's gonna come kill me at my apartment. (laughs) Also worth noting... uh, we not we do know that smoking weed makes you good at cards, as evidenced by uh, the the little Bolowski. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the higher you are, the better you are. Mm-hmm. And they're doing their dual exercise stretches and everything, and then they're kind of looking through their decks. And Hayato looks at um looks at Show's deck and sees it's a, a Thunder Nyan Nyan, which is yeah. his idol card. It's just a fucking Show's in the Cat Girls confirmed. That's yeah. not what he says in the English version. Yeah, he says Nyan Nyan. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Oh, really Thunder Nyan Nyan. Nyan. Sasuke. Sasuke. Naruto. 
Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so basically they like get distracted by these cards and badly doing cat noises, I guess. Uh, and uh, it, it basically boils down to like show Hayato and Judai going, I have two beautiful cards before me, but only one of them could be America's not next top idol card. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're like arguing over which one. There's like a, a G milf. Yeah, Hayato's into gilts confirmed. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> good taste, my man. Uh, Emily's got some picking, good taste. They're picking card waifus. Yeah, yeah they're picking card waifus, and Hayato has uh, goes for like this middle aged one, and shows like, oh, into older woman, huh? And Hayato's like, she reminds me of my mom. And it's like there's so there's so much to unpack here. I really don't know where to start. Give Hayato a mommy GF now. Would you like to know what happens in the four kids dub? Because that's not what he says. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. That reminds me of my girlfriend Heather. I mean Adriana. She goes to a different school. You wouldn't know her. Exactly. My girlfriend who lives in Canada. <laughs> my <Yeah>. real girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> Says at the same time next time. God, yeah. you don't. I mean, look, it's it's good that he's lying about it. Because if anything, this episode has taught us that sex is bad and wrong, and you're going to hell before you die if you do it. Yeah, literally, the, like within the next two seconds, Misawa yells at them for uh, being get, horny for being horny, basically, and getting distracted and getting distracted and verbatim in the sub, at least the way it was translated. The show goes. Misawa doesn't have any interest in women. <laughs> yep. So I don't know how to tell you this, but this show, this show was definitely not anti-abstinence in the English version. No. Is it? What is it? Are you saying it's pro-fucking? I'm saying it's a very horny episode. <laughs> That's the thing. That's what four kids always fucking like narrows in on like accidentally in trying to have everything so like sterilized and 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 wiped clean of any sin they always make it some sort of fucked up like by removing everything else is like negative space it's also to an extent like the voice actors having fun where they can find it yeah true Mm. i mean like here's the script but we can interpret it and perform it the way we want Mm mm-hmm Oh, absolutely. There's a moment where um, Bastion says deck, and I just wonder, did the voice actor try and make it sound like he said dick? You know, there's a couple lines later on for us, too, that had me asking that same question. Time for your deck flattening. (laughs) (laughs) I love Yu-Gi-Oh! That was honestly kind of a joke back in uh, the anime watching group I was in before I I started this podcast, that I just... It does sometimes sound like that, yeah. Damn, fucking anime rewatch podcasts really are the modern day equivalents of anime clubs, huh? Yes, so. Fuck. I would say they're more the uh, modern day equivalent of the great American novel, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> podcasts God. about anime and manga, I think, are truly the next, uh, are truly the wave of the future in terms yeah, of. Yeah, the art. fucking cornerstone of modern society over here. Oh my God. And I think. And I think that if you have money and you're listening to it, you should give it to various anime podcasts. That's mm-hmm. just my thought. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, maybe you'll hear more about that later. Who could possibly yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, so after their training, uh, they're back in class and they are the only ones. Mm-hmm. Attendance is low. And Daidokuji's just like looking at the class really sadly. He's like, everyone's skipping. It's like, be a better p- teacher, please. All yeah, of your yeah maybe because no one fucking likes you, freak. Yeah. Everyone only wants to see Pharaoh. 
And the dub, he just assumes everyone's sick. Uh, they're just out sick. They're it, it, like yes, bugs the going around. Yeah. So, does anybody know what accent he's supposed to have? Racist. Unknown, but probably racist. I yeah, our our assumption is it's supposed to be a fairly racist East Asian accent. Oh, uh, yeah. That yeah, is our good. assumption. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's hard to tell. It's so bad. I I was honestly thinking it was supposed to be like European in some way. Like, but who can tell? It's it's a, it's just a bad vague accent. It is a foreign accent. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the sub. He's just, we call him Catboy Sensei because every other word is fucking nya. And he has his funny fat nuts cat pharaoh. And he's not much better. I don't like him. I don't fucking trust like that. But he's still not doing a racist accent, which is the fucking lowest bar possible, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. The more I'm thinking about it, it is racist. You're right. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it I is will, East Asian. You're right. I will, yeah. I will say that with. Even without the racist accent, the vibe right now in this classroom is like rancid. Uh, yeah, they are. They're like, oh, geez, the entire class is missing. And Misawa's like, this probably has something to do with the seven stars. Mm-hmm. We should look for Shadow them. Riders. The world is fucking ending. <laughs> we like, we should look for all of our missing classmates. And then they just like very chilly go out to look for an entire yeah. missing class of students. Like, no one's concerned about this really. They're like, just. I think. I think someone gives them like some student comes in and gives uh, Doctor Ben oh, right. or something. Yeah, like yeah. like so, some students okay. like sports bag is missing and, and she yeah. walks and gives it to them. So like they have a lead. It's like this was found in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they go Which to would the woods. Freak me out, by the way. That would terrify the- me if it's like, wait, all you found from my student was just her missing bag. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta realize this shit happens like every fucking week in Dual Academy. It's normal oh, to them. Hi. I see. I haven't. I haven't been keeping up, so that must be why. I'm yeah. Normal like show. If, if, if the yeah. fucking volcano erupted on the island, they'd be like, "Oh, minor inconvenience. Class starts at 10 a.m." <laughs> mm, I understand. Yeah, but they go uh, to the fucking woods, and listeners, there's no other way to put this. They go to the fucking Roman Colosseum. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my favorite Star Trek episode, Bread and Circuses. <laughs> it's the end of JoJo's Part Five. Yeah. It is. That was just. I I honestly have no clue what the fuck happened because it really was like all of a sudden they were at a uh, they were at like the uh, Roman Colosseum and then Yu Gi Oh Snape is there for some reason. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh Snape! Oh God! This is my okay okay okay. So 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 for for you, Dirk, this is um th- this is uh Velian Crowler, but for me, he's Kronos de Medici, the single greatest character in the entire franchise of Yu Gi Oh. And in the sub version, he has a very funny Italian accent. <gasps> Last week, he literally said "Mamma Mia" to the extreme. <laughs> you can't make that shit up. He he. Oh, oh God, what what was it? Um, he had he will randomly like spout out just random cheese words in Japanese tiramisu. My favorite ha- ever has been um chocolate chocolate pudding chocolate a la mode. Yes. Like, what are you- oh my god. Um, and sometimes he'll break out into other languages and well as well, and then catch himself and be like, "Wait, no, that's not Italian." <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's the fucking he's, most he's the greatest man in the world. He's the greatest well, of the sub. Well then, you know what? It actually makes total fucking sense. He's at the Roman Colosseum. Okay, that's true. He's that's trying right. to get in touch with his heritage. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
It, and when they when they all come into the Coliseum, so they like they're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And they all enter the Coliseum, and all of the missing students are building this Coliseum. It's the fucking it's the fucking Salt Time Skyrim <laughs> DLC where Mirak is like turning everyone to thralls to build his weird like temples everywhere. Did she like do an imperialism and like uh, enslave school children <laughs> to build her, her Coliseum? Jimmy's still out. She's a big buff lady, so she can do no wrong. Yeah, there, there's so a lot of there's a lot of things that Miss Tanya does in these episodes that are <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. that I wish she'd do to me. <laughs> oh. That I wish you wouldn't do to fifteen year olds. Let's yes. like, let's let's put it that way. Um, Luckily, I'm 27. Yeah, I wish you would do to me and not 15, 15 year olds. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, so they're all building this coliseum, and like all of them look up, and Kronos is there as well, and they all look at Kronos, and Kronos just gives the saddest, flattest "Mamma Mia." He's <laughs> like, I fucked up. In. I've been caught. It almost, like, genuinely, the way he says it, it's almost, you could be read as, like, he wasn't hypnotized. He just wanted to come here and build a coliseum. He's like, oh, you caught me, ah, Beans. I don't think he was hypnotized. I think he was just scared. Yeah. He's just a coward. He's intimidated by a strong woman. Stop calling me Chicken Little. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That character would be better if he had an Italian accent, actually. He's the perfect man. I totally get it. The ideal male character. Um, but not only is Tanya here, but fucking Tanya's Bengal Tiger is here too. Oh yeah, and let's also talk about Tanya. So everyone, everyone is being controlled. Why are they building this Coliseum? Because my wife (laughs) is making them. New wife alert. Here's Tanya. Uh, she's big and buff and I would like her to whisk me away romantically. She could fucking crush my head with those thighs. Tanya yeah, is bro. also a Rob. Tanya is also a Rob Liefeld creation. Yeah, yeah, she fucking. She's extremely like '90s Vision comics looking ass, huh? Interestingly, though, it's like she isn't drawn the way that Rob Liefeld draws women. Because her like, feet are normal size yes. and her tits aren't like two feet off of her chest. And because she's she has buff. a waist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her waist isn't three inches. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's she's fucking buff. Is the she is thing. yoked. Like, she like, Hulk fucking retire. Like, damn. She she, she hits could, the gym every day. She could pick me up with one arm and carry me like a football, and I really wish she would. Mm-hmm. She it's the, could it's the, it's the Minions that. tweet of, like, they photoshopped a Minion over Tom Brady's son and said, we wish Tom Brady would pick us up and throw us like a football, but it's me and Tanya. She even has, like, a spiked goth collar, yeah. which I respect. She's fucking cool. Like she, it's like, and the thing is, she's like wearing like a tube top and is like you know tits out, muscles out everywhere. But it's not like for as weirdly like horny or extremely anti horny as these episodes are. She's not like sexualized at all, which is like okay, all right, four kids or oh, all right, Yu Gi Oh animators, good job. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, she's not sexualized, but damn, is she sexual? Yes. Mm, well, yeah. Well, it, it's not like. I don't know. I there's nothing. She's I'm, not like male gazy. And I exactly. Think I'm, yes. Yes. I'm I'm Very sick, true. and my my fucking perception is is debuffed right now. But like, I I didn't see her and think, oh, that's gross. You shouldn't do that about her. But no, it's like she's just kind of there. And I think not part of that. Design. I I mean, I think part of that. Well, we'll surely get to this in just a bit. But I think that's like part of the whole point of her character is that like she's the aggressive one, right? No. 
Mm-hmm. She yeah. isn't. She she isn't object being objectified. She's objectifying all the men around yeah. her instead. Um, so all the young boys around her. Yeah, correct. She is clearly at least thirty five. Mm-hmm. Un- very unclear, actually, in the world of Yu Gi Oh. But yes, I think it's safe yeah. to say she's significantly older than high school, at least. Um, I guess if we're JoJo, digits. she would be about seventeen. Yep. But uh, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so they finish, all of the workers, like, finish building the Coliseums, and she's like, thanks for your hard work, boys, I'll give you a reward. And she, like, hands them, what does she hand them? Rare cards. Rare cards? Rare cards, right. She hands them rare cards, and at the very Mm -hmm. end of the line is Kronos, who's like, I am ready for my reward, though. (laughs) And, uh, she's like, (laughs) straight up, you're unpleasant, so you get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, bitch. (laughs) Fucking rules. That's pretty cool. I forget. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, she turns her attention to the newcomers. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she introduces herself as uh, the Amazonist Tanya, which has the same ring to it as ATM machine. Love the need it, need in Yu-Gi-Oh to ex- <laughs> to add S to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah. It's like we don't. We yeah. We yeah. We, yeah, we get it. Come on, Yu-Gi-Oh. Honestly, with her design, she didn't even need to say Amazon. She didn't even I really know. need to say that word. You're in a Roman Coliseum. You're a big buff lady. I, I kind of get it. Like, she is literally an Amazon. Like, she talks about being, like, part of a tribe of warrior women. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, again, like, vampires were considered, like, vampires were confirmed canon two weeks ago, and now Amazons <laughs> are confirmed canon. All I'm saying is she has both her tits, so I don't know. I had that same thought. Like, man, she's not committing. You gotta burn one of them off. Otherwise, you're just not going far enough. Sorry. Um, but Damn. she she turns to all of them and she goes, Which one of you is, like, enough of a real man to face me? Are you a bad a enough duel? dude to fight me in a duel? And yeah. Judai immediately goes, like, I am. And then Manjame's like, I am. And then, uh... <laughs> Uh, Misawa's like, I am, and it pans out, and, like, Asuka's standing back and doesn't want to get involved, and Daidonokichi has fully turned around. Trans Daidonokichi, uh, confirmed. Non-binary Catboy Sensei confirmed. Non-binary. He is not man enough. He's not, sorry, he's not a real man. Um... He's not, he's non-binary, Audrey. Oh, yeah, fuck. I think you mean Nyan- binary right my mistake very very sorry he's nyan binary yeah please um anyway she chooses misawa yeah Yeah, she chooses misawa because he's a man man manest man in town yeah he's british which makes him you know more masculine than anyone else we know that that's definitely how it worked in uh the dual monsters dub right (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely rio and bakura who everyone thought was like really masculine (laughs) yeah god yeah all right Um, and she she asks him, uh, by the way, I have the Triforce. Which deck do you want to fight? The deck of wisdom or the deck of courage? Deck of power is fucking MIA. I guess Ganon has so that is, one still. So is this whole thing like a Zelda reference? I don't think so. I think it's just uh, kind of beca- because I think like there's like a third one's like willpower in the second episode. So it's like it's not Zelda, but it's like, you know, I can't hear wisdom and courage without saying power. The pig man has that one. Well, she does look like a Gerudo is the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. The Gruder are based on Amazons, so it's it's oh. it's uh it's it's like it's like symmetry. It rhymes. Mm. You're right. Oh, I'm sorry. And right. so Gruder the Ouroboros eats its own tail. Mmm, slurp. Yeah. Turns out everything uses tropes. 
Yeah. <laughs> Damn, turns out nothing's original. Fuck. Shit, I gotta have a think about this. Oh, man, I, I can't um, handle that. But Bastion chooses wisdom, obviously, because he's a smart motherfucker. He's, you know, Mr. 4.0 over here. Mr. Matt. Wait, doesn't... I'm confused, because doesn't that mean he chose her to have the deck of wisdom? I, I think yes. it's like, ah, oh, I'm wise, so I want to fight against wisdom to prove my wisdom. Challenge challenge them on your home turf, baby. Exactly. It's a, it's you, you logic. You can't re- yeah. read into it. Otherwise, it's going to give you a headache. And it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sure did. And he, and he whips open his shirt, and, he, and you know, his fucking Rob Liefeld uh, card pockets are there. And he chooses his, uh, his, his tough and steady earth deck to fight her. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean... We'll get into his deck, but I all I'm saying is I've played Pokemon, and I'm pretty sure uh, Earth and Electricity are uh, incompatible. It's more magnetism. Fair it's, enough. I, he said rare and metals very, very quietly yeah, on the, okay, before yeah. and after he said Earth. Right. I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh! cares about type matchups. His deck way. is mostly mechs. It's, yeah, it's, it's specifically it's fucking... mostly Magnet Warriors. Mm-hmm. All new Magnet Warriors. All None new, of the ones that Yuki used. All new lads. All new lads. Um, they new duel. Magnet just dropped. They duel. Uh, it's like, this is, um, who the fuck? It was, was it Mai who had the Amazon deck? Or was it someone else in Duel Monsters that had the Amazon deck? I don't it was Mai. It was Mai. Yeah, I... these are Mai's cards, aren't they? At least some of them. A there of them. was at least one card that looked exactly like Mai. Yeah. Like same hair and stuff. Did you did you mm-hmm. notice that? I'm not sure. Yes, I noticed you that. Know, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. To be fair, I feel like the animators have a. It's like a fucking character creator of like when to draw something. So I feel like the hair is going to be the same at some point in time. But it very much is like almost exactly Mai's hair. Yeah, I noticed that too. Well, it's also. I mean, th- they only have so many cards, right? Like, yeah, you know, it's not like Pokemon, and they don't there keep that putting many. out. It's not like they're like, here's the new Amazon deck. It's like when they make a bunch of Amazon cards, it's like, well, these are going to be the Amazon cards for a while. New type of girl just dropped. <laughs> Literally. It was, um, I believe it was Amazon as Paladin, mm. who looks like, it, yeah, she looks like Mai. Yeah. So, yes, I just looked it up and it, it is Mai who uses the Amazons as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is a duel. Yeah, it's a duel. Um, it's a fucking magnets, baby. How do they work? One thing about this duel is it is not a it is not a shadow duel or a Yami Node game as it. Yeah, she makes it very much of a point to be like, yeah, I'm not gonna take your soul. I just want to fight a big strong man. He's like, if you if I win, you have to marry me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I forfeit. Okay, yeah, well, see, but then is... but then she's like, if I if I lose. Uh, I have to marry you. So. <laughs> Heads I win, tails you lose. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't remember if she uh, specifically says marriage in the, mm. uh, in the four kids mm. dub, which. Mowage. I don't think she said mowage either. Um. <laughs> no, it was much, it was much more vague. It was definitely more like, you're going to be mine. Domestic partnership, oh, yeah. which which is probably why I don't come off as such. I, I don't see these episodes as coming off as so abstinence only. Like they do mention marriage once or twice, but it is just like, oh. are you guys guys just dating? Mm, yeah. Going steady. Yeah, like there's there isn't as much of a pretense of oh we should get married. We should get we should get married. <laughs> no, you said it right. Oh, should, no, yes, I'm sorry. There's no pretense. Go on. We should get married first. No, you're right. I did say it right, and I'm gonna stand by it. <laughs> She's like, if you like it, put a ring on it. Put a millennium <laughs> ring on it. 
she she also like goes back and forth between her personality um like she'll go literally without missing a beat between being like come and attack me i'm ready for it and then and mm-hmm. you're so cool i love so you like like oh, like that guy. like that and all i could think watching this is like this is what cis men think women are like when they're on their period Jesus, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. right. Fuck. That's that's kind of the thing. She her personality is just like cougar. You yeah, Yu Gi Oh has become anti-feminist. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a great portrayal or a very nuanced portrayal. I'm sorry, Yu Gi Oh GX. Yeah, it's not like Yu Gi Oh is particularly well known for its women. For its no. its its no. feminist uh, activism, uh. <laughs> justice for justice for Tanya. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they're doing as they go on. Like I, I can't remember what's going on, but over and over again, Misawa's like, "You guys are it's so easy." Oh, all the other guys are like really sort of almost like jealous of Misawa. For getting mm-hmm. like chosen to be, I guess, sexually harassed by Tanya, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is like also not a great dub. look. Also, what, Dan? I don't think that's in the dub. Oh no, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So like, he gets chosen, and they're on the side, and like, even Manjabe's like blushing, and it's like, wow, Tanya on the side, mm-hmm. and like over and over again, we saw was like, what is wrong with you guys? Yeah, get your head in how, the game. How dare you fucking be horny? At some point. Like, you know, later on in the duel, we get this insane line from Tanya. Yes, 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 She, yes. she fucking says, because, you know, all of Misawa's cards are like, they have a plus or minus, and the spell cards he's playing involve using that to, like, you know, power up your yeah. attacks or, like, debuff your opponents. And then fucking brain genius Tanya <laughs> over here says, ah, oh, since I'm a plus and you're a minus, how can we ever overcome this harsh difference? Do you fucking know how magnets work, Tanya? I mean, she does point out later on uh, that that's how attraction works. It makes the line, they're attracted to each other just like our attraction. It's like, it's fucking insane clown posse up in here. They don't know how these things work. <laughs> but also really... Thought... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, that was not the insane line I thought you were going to say, Max. The no, ins- yeah, there's more. The insane line I thought you were going to go for was her turning to Misawa later on and dueled going, Come, Misawa, activate the face sound card of your heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, well, I was just going to point out that, like, there's a little more to the to talking about how opposites attract. It gets a little weirdly homophobic, briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, thanks, Fork. It's wonderful. Tremendous <laughs> there's stuff. a moment where it's like, ah, see, they're... Because uh, if you're going through the attraction metaphor, they're like, uh, ah, you see, if these two cards, if they were both pluses or both minuses, it wouldn't work. But because it's a plus and a minus, then it works. And it's like, what are you saying with this line? Jesus. I've I've already fucking watching Gundam has enough gender essentialism. I do not need this shit in Yu-Gi-Oh as well. It was just like like I mean I'm not going to say it was like shocking. It was like disappointing and surprising. Mhm. You know? It it's like it's it's like what I said earlier. Like four kids try so hard to fucking bleach everything that they end up saying more fucked up shit than they tried to get rid of in the first place. Yeah. It's it is the 2000s brand of conservatism where it's just like we are keeping everything as unoffensive as possible but the things that we deem the fact the things that we deem inoffensive are actually kind of fucked up when we mm-hmm. uh, because they exclude everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Thanks Bush. 
Thanks, Bush. <laughs> Go to the Shadow Realm Challenge. War criminal. War criminal. War criminal. Yeah. War criminal. Look, um, George W. Bush uh, sent World Trade Centers to the Shadow Realm. Not the w, the w stands for war. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it does. It at, does. At some point in the duel, <laughs> I don't remember what exactly spurs it on, but Misawa's like, oh shit, I actually like this girl now. Yeah, all of a sudden, oh, yeah. I can't remember what I, he, she, she says either, but it's like she suddenly hypnotizes him into like being super into her. It's very weird. Yeah. It does not happen organically. This is not, this is not what I was promised for watching The Bachelorette. This is not my beautiful nuclear family. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, the key thing for, like, Tanya's winning strategy is, like, she has this tiger and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You can only, uh, attack the tiger when it's out. And also, all of, uh, Bastion's cards lose attack, so they're forced to attack the tiger and die. So that just trashes Bastion's life points. Yeah, very, he very loses. Sad. He fucking does not win. But it's fine, because she gets to put a ring on it. Also, that ends well. Oh, uh, so does does Bastion seem like he's really not into it, the whole episode for you guys? I, he's like... I, 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 what it kind of struck me as is him trying very hard to kind of be like, it is now my turn to face one of the seven stars. I need to be very serious and non-emotional so I don't get overcome with the passion of dueling or whatever the fuck. Did, yeah. did he seem like he was blushing? Throughout the whole episode for you. Oh, he was. W- w- once okay. once she casts Horny on him, he's blushing the entire time. Yeah. I would say... Okay. He, I would say mm-hmm. he seems very not into it until that immediate switch. Whatever it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he's... Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Then he's a g- 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 girl. It's, it's like suddenly out of nowhere like, oh, hey, I'm horny now. I know mm-hmm. what I, I know what sexuality is and I have one. It's a it's a fast burn fanfic over the course of a twenty two minute anime <laughs> right. episode. This fuck, uh, you know what? Fuck, fuck the keys. The seven stars are clearly using this entire thing as an excuse to just steal boys. At this point, uh huh. They just want to date around. They just want to get... steal boys. <laughs> yeah. So I I have no idea what any of this is. So whenever they would just start start talking about the stars and stuff, I'm just like, okay, so because of anime bullshit. Yeah, happens. it's it's the fucking it's the chaos emeralds. If you get them all, these fucking like ancient beasts are unleashed from underneath the island. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Like it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's extremely like transparent. That. It's extremely anime plot, but you know it works because this fucking Yu Gi Oh does not need a very intricate plot. Yu Gi Oh GX is like it's like prep Yu Gi Oh. Like huh? Like if this was my immortal and I'm Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, I'm putting my finger up to Yu Gi Oh GX. We mm-hmm, yeah. we already had that episode, but thank you, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> you get fucking rules. <laughs> that was that was two weeks ago's episode. Yeah, oh, that good. was like very recent. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, I just missed it. The other big titty vampire lady, lady episode. <laughs> yeah, seven stars is really all about the sex appeal, huh? Mm. I can see why parents didn't like this card game. <laughs> um, but, she wins. But yeah, he fucking you go, Audrey. Uh, she wins. She's like. We're getting married now, and then she kicks everyone else and, like, drops down a gate, so they're all locked outside, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. her and Misawa uh, she, in, and that's basically the episode. She chases yeah, them like, out with a tiger. Yeah, her tiger's name is, so, her tiger's name is B-A-S-S, but she says Bass. Mm. <laughs> so, 
first of all, wrong reference, Tanya. If you wanted to name your pet animal after music, it should be treble, not bass, because bass is the guy who owns treble. Nice fucking try. That's a very good point. That's for all you uh, 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 mega heads out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're like in a campfire at night, and and then fucking uh, Misawa like does Misawa walk out now? No, that's he, the, that next the next episode. episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're like just fucking. They're just hanging out at night. They and, camped there. And, yeah. Yeah, they're camping. <laughs> they the camped there is overnight. Of it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they gotta wait for their buddy. They gotta see what he's doing with his as a fucking married man. He's a hubby now. Yeah. They start, his life they is start fundamentally a campfire. So, do we want to talk about video games? Yeah. Let's get our game on. Yeah. So, Dirk, you're our guest, which means you get to go first. Tell us about a game you've been playing as of late. Uh, well, the game that I've been playing a lot recently is Loop Hero. You guys Ooh. checked out Loop Hero yet? I've seen Vine Sauce thumbnails of Loop Hero. It looks pretty. It looks very Loop- nice, nice pixel art. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, it's a game where it's, the core gameplay mechanic is almost like an idle game. Where, like, you just walk, watch a character walk around a loop and, but you have cards and you can use cards to build the arena and the world that he's walking around in, which give him different abilities and stuff like that. Mm. And, and change, you can change his stats and stuff. It's really good, actually. That sounds cool. Yeah. Anything with good pixel art, I'm, I immediately, like, I'm eyes emoji about. Yeah, totally. I also really like the art here. It's very atmospheric. And then the music is like this cool dungeon synth kind of stuff. Ooh. Yeah, it's dope. That sounds funky. I'll have to check it out. Is it is it only on PC? Is that right? I don't know. It's definitely... Um, I would assume so. It's on Steam. It just got released. Yeah, yeah. It's just Microsoft, Linux, and Mac. Yeah. Oh, well, well, we'll see if I can check it out. Yeah. Good shit. Um, we just want to go down from the top yeah. for the rest of the games? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's next? Uh, I guess it's Destiny, me. Dan. Um, yeah, I've just been playing. I've kept on playing Destiny Two. Uh, yeah. The other day, I uh, uh, grouped up with uh, some people in a Destiny server and did a uh, dungeon, which was like this weird puzzle thing in like this weird extra dimensional world where we had to like collect motes of light and darkness. It was weird and cool, and I liked it. I also sounds like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Destiny is all about light and darkness, so it's not too far away. Fill uh, your yeah. dark soul with light. I, <laughs> I I did not make that joke on Podigree. I made the joke on Walker about a couple weeks ago. So way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> you love just, shitty Dante voice. I'm just ripping all your jokes off. Damn. <laughs> well, it's good. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, great minds think alike. Yeah. Yeah, I've also. I also did a thing called the Exo Challenge, where I did like all this platforming stuff. It was neat. Uh, that that's all I've got to say about uh, Destiny Two for now. Yeah, uh, Destiny. Max. So is Destiny. So is Destiny like Halo, but an MMO? Basically. That's kind of neat. Yeah, with like numbers and shooting and like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think it's for me. I like numbers, but I don't like MMO. Mm. Well, I'm fine on MMO. But I've been playing fucking. I'm still in JRPG hell because I am nearing the end of Bravely Default 2. Oh, uh, it fucking nice. rules. Bravely Default 
whips ass. I am level 99 with everyone. I've almost maxed out every job. I am at, like, the true ending, and I'm at the sort of, like, so if you're familiar with Bravely Default, there's always this cool twist, and there's always, like, a fourth wall break. And I'm at that point, and I'm like, oh, shit. It's cool. They're still continuing to kind of, like, figure out novel ways to do these fourth wall breaks that I'm really, really, like, it's just really, really cool to see that I'm still trying to do that. And, like, the music continues to be fucking incredible. Revo is, like, in top form for this game. Like, tactically, I'm, like, breaking the game wide open. Like, you can do some absolutely heinous shit. Like, near the end of the game with everything maxed out, which is true for every Bravely Default game. But I feel like this more so, because you have several ways to do that. Like, that involve, you know, like, certain equipment builds and certain, like, strings of abilities that essentially, like, allow you to deal, like, five-digit damage, like, 64 times in a turn to a single enemy. Or, like, literally get to go an infinite number of turns before your opponent can even do anything. So it's just, like... Oh, that's it, it, It's a JRPG game where your reward is basically like, okay, now you can be God and just like go fucking ape shit on people, which is fucking, it's fun. It's good. Love a JRPG. Uh, Audrey, what you got? Uh, So I tried replaying Metro 2033 uh, and then I gave up on replaying mm-hmm. Metro 2033. <laughs> and now because i love having fun as always i've been replaying metal gear solid and metal gear solid 2 yeah like the first time in about 15 years i would say roughly uh i played these games probably either like freshman sophomore year of high school they are the only entries in the metal gear solid franchise that i actually did play ever (laughs) but i do now have phantom pain in my Steam library, so I'm probably going to finish replaying 2, and then do LPs for 3 and 4, and then uh-huh. play 5. I don't know, get me off of Hideo Kojima's wild ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, here's the thing, Audrey, the story of 5 is complete fucking horse shit, uh-huh. but mechanically, yeah. it is incredible. Okay. It is... It is on a gameplay level the best game in the series, but like on a, far and away. Yeah, well, like, I mean, but story wise, it is the worst. I will say, yeah. like, I, I have not played three or four, as I mentioned, but I will say that is a very low bar to me for one and two get, about <laughs> gameplay. Yeah, gets, yeah. It, I mean, it gets it, better. You get but, <laughs> five is basically like a, a a toy box where it gives you so much shit, and you can like solve missions in basically an infinite amount of ways. Oh, okay. That 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 does seem fun. Yeah, I just got the Trank gun as Raiden uh-huh. again, and I'm like, oh, good. I can enjoy the game again. Fantastic. <laughs> I respect Raiden. Very few left. We love Raiden here. I, I will say, yeah, I love Raiden. Like, I, I hated him when I was a kid, but then I got older. First of all, the game makes more sense now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, every year, like, I, I I really feel like that game was just, like, surprisingly prescient in a way that I absolutely would never have been able to grasp when it came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also, um, I, I am also, I have to say, like, recalling the feeling of getting, of, like, the metaphysical slap in the face that of hearing Phil Lamar as Vamp. 
uh, was to me as as a fifteen year old. This was like at Phil Lamar's like voice acting heyday. I would say this was while he yeah, was oh yeah, simulta- top fucking four. simultaneously playing Static and uh, Green Green Lantern. Um, oh, that's true. You know, and he basically had the market down on black characters and yep. animation. Uh, so yeah. to like come into that like as an avid cartoon watcher, obviously when I was in high school, I'm an avid cartoon watcher when I'm approaching 30 so you know mm-hmm. so obviously you know and, and used to hearing Villamar's voice elsewhere uh, coming in and having this character this bisexual vampire be like what's up that's why he's called fam that's why he's called fam not because he's a vampire but because he's bisexual like best line <laughs> they never mention me it again ass. they never expand on it it's just like no he's, a, he's bisexual as if yeah. as if as if it was obvious um it's uh, Having having like Vamp just be there and voiced by Phil Lamar, I was just like, I need to put this game down. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, mm. good Vamp, shit. Vamp kind of rules. Vamp fucking Vamp, Vamp oh, fucking rules. Him. Anyway, um, Metal Gear. Yeah, Met- I love Metal Gear so much. Metal Gear. Oh well, should oh, we get back Mantis. to the schoolyard? Yeah. Before we get back to the schoolyard, I want to tell us about our ten dollar patrons. If you go to Pot of Nope. If you go to patreon.com slash pot of greed and give us money at the $10 tier, we will read your name aloud in the middle of the episode. So a big thank you to our $10 patrons who are Boo Boo Hakusho, Eruviru, Jazz Dumpster, who is currently listening in, More Kama Haunting The, who is currently listening in, Number One Edelgardstan Nero Wyvern, who is currently listening in, and Sarvis the Drow. Thank you all very much. We'll tell you more about it later, but as you just heard, if you pay us $5 or $10 a month, you can listen in live while we record. Have a fucking fun time. We love it. You can tell us fun facts about Metal Gear Solid, like Nero, who says, Fun fact, the Bob Disposal guy who says, I killed my soul, is voiced by Greg Eagle, a.k.a. Grimm. From the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Fucking shout out cartoons. Whoa. We'd love to see them. we love to see them. And speaking of love to see them, y'all want to talk about Big Buff Lady again? I guess we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have no choice. <laughs> oh boy, this episode. We uh, open on the sounds of Bastion. What, what is the name of it, though? Oh, yes. It is called... Uh, it's the same thing again. It's uh, Dual Distractions Part 2. Let me fucking tell yeah, you the please, name of this episode. Please, Max, please. Let me wait, wait, let me brace myself. Okay, I'm braced. Go ahead. This is Yu-Gi-Oh! GX episode 37. Human Bullet Duel, Amazonist Death Ring. Wait, okay. Okay. Fuck, that sounds so cool. That's interesting, Max. Where were you watching this? Oh, I'm <laughs> reading off of the the, the wiki title. Uh-huh. Okay, so the official translation, as per Crunchyroll, is slightly different. Uh, <laughs> the Crunchyroll translation has it as hand-to-hand duel, Amazonus Arena. Yeah, Rage I think Human cage. Bullet Duel is fucking cooler. <laughs> yeah. I I have to ask, mm-hmm. do they always just punch each other? No. No, this is no. the first time that's fucking <laughs> happened. It's the first time anyone has ever tried to solve their problems with violence since, like, season zero. Through actual, is... just straight-up violence. Yeah, this is, the, the, they're fighting for real, and we fucking hate to see it. My god, I was literally just like, well, I guess this just happens now in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I guess this must be a thing, because why would why would this come out of nowhere like this? Very appropriate that Audrey's, re- like, reading JoJo's, and this is, like, a fucking stand and fight. And literally, yeah. I was like, I was like, ora, 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 ora. Munda, <laughs> <laughs> There's some, oh god, not to go back to JoJo's Audrey, but there are some fucking absolutely batshit stand cries later on, especially in part five that you're going to lose your shit about. I can't wait. 
It's like uh, um, it's like laugh laughs in uh, One Piece. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, the fucking yeah. So so the lads are camping, and it's nighttime. We, you we hear the sounds of Bastion screaming. Well, not screaming, but shouting and exclaiming and sheer dual pain slash ecstasy. Oh, They've been I dueling all night. Oh. They've been fucking. Like, it's insane. It's insane. Just like... She dueled me all yeah. night long. <laughs> exactly. It's like, they may have well just said that. You know? Like, we get it. And that's really weird. It's... God. Yeah, I mean, honestly, obviously, it's a really uncomfortable metaphor. But I will say, I was very relieved. Like... In the mor- the morning comes and they're trying to figure out how to get Misawa back and the gates open and Misawa uh, walks out looking like a uh, fucked out zombie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has been. <laughs> Don't fucking say it, that! Oh my god! He does though. He is yeah. bone dry. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and I'm just I. People are freaks. I, I, it's not us, it's the fucking anime. I don't yeah. want him to be a fucked out zombie. <laughs> this is <laughs> But he like looks he's like absolutely yeah, like limp. And he's all I could think of was like, oh, I really don't like this. Oh, I really don't like this as I was watching it, and then they're like, Misawa, what happened? What did she do to you? <laughs> And it just goes. She traumatized him. Yeah. It fl- like, what the fuck is this? It flashes to them dueling, and Misawa <laughs> keeps like losing, and she's like, "You're not man enough for me," and kicks them yeah. out. And I was like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She dumped him. Uh, is what they say in the dub. They got a divorce. <laughs> they got a. Di- they He's- they they had they got dual divorced. Um. They got divorced. Yeah. He, did they say that? Did they say they got divorced in the sub? No, no. but it, I'm just goofing on the. You know, I'm gonna marry you or whatever the fuck. Yeah. He went. Right. I, I straight up assume they would have said divorced. He goes from being a wife guy to being a depression guy. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's basically he's got some real male wife energy in this episode because he's just constantly <laughs> talking about how beautiful and amazing Tanya yeah. is. Yes, How madly in love with her he is. He's a fucking he male is wife. A male wife. Oh Jesus. Oh wow. Great. Yeah, but he he has the pressure now because the fucking you know girl of his dreams divorced him. He's coping very well though. And, yeah, and like you know, Judai wants to duel him, and he's like, "No, I'm depressed because I don't have wife anymore. I have to. I have to. You wouldn't this. get it. You're not a married man. I have he's to drink been this worst sauce." He got yeah. He's, he's not a <laughs> problems clown. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not no. a wife, not a wife in stride. Oh no, no. Oh god, yeah. So now he's he's being hit by a uh, problems clown who is uh, throwing condiments at him, which he's drink straight from the bottle uh, without his. They wife literally. Shield. They literally say. Bat, Misawa, you're drinking Tabasco sauce straight from the bottle. They say Tabasco out loud. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't I don't remember this part. I don't know if it happened and I just forgot it, or if it's just 
This wasn't in the English one. They almost know. certainly censored the bottle of Tabasco he's drinking. And I mean, in the sub, it says Tabasco. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's it's the it's white with green trim. It is literally Tabasco sauce he's drinking. Fucking living on is, the edge. Black is Murray scared of making little kids drink Tabasco sauce? He's learning from... He learned it from watching Chumley's dad. Oh, my God. Right. Well, for you, maybe. For us, it's, be, you know, it's just because he has depression, but... You know mm. how it is. Uh, um, I know what it's like. Yeah, and you have depression, and you just you just drink sriracha right from the fucking just, <laughs> right from the fridge. You know, I got sriracha on tap because my mental health is not good, buddy. <laughs> I got a sriracha uh, machine. Anyway, Tanya Tanya's still around, and she's still a seven star, and she still needs to be dealt with. So, gotta get her. They're ass. like, it's time yeah. to go back and face this queen. mm Hmm. <laughs> Misawa's ex-wife. Misawa's this ex-wife. Warrior, this warrior princess. Time to kill yeah. Misawa's ex-wife. Uh, they <laughs> they get there and Tanya is like desperate again, being like, "Who's man enough?" And this is the sort of the part where I really actually started to feel for Tanya because she just wants to be topped so badly. Yeah, but no one, <laughs> no one is sure. willing to step up and top her. And you know what? I I feel for her there. I relate yeah. to that. I, Here's the, the thing. Top. The, the, I, as much as I encourage everyone to like, you know, see who can dick down Tanya, they're all kids, they're so all none of kids. them. Yeah, no, I don't. I that don't. is the problem. So let me introduce to you my fanfic where Kronos de Medici <laughs> and Tanya bone down for ten chapters. You think Kronos de Medici can top that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think uh, there I are any. Ad- there are any adult men in this show. Like maybe retroactively, like no, no. No, I can't think of any. Yeah, no, fucking no one in Yu-Gi-Oh could handle Tanya. All the adult men in this show are beta cucks. No, Bandit Keith is fucking. No, I meant I meant Bandit Keith can't get it up. Bandit Keith is just a terrible person to be in a relationship with, honestly. Bandit Keith is Tommy Lee. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck Bandit Keith. Bandit Keith gets canceled in like five seconds. I guarantee you. In real life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. Uh. Tanya's like cutting a promo. That's what it feels like. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. yeah he, she's basically, it really feels like she's just demanding a big duel on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Come to the fucking duel academia of Roman Coliseum in the next five minutes for an ass kicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so fuck. they're coming back for Bastion to duel uh, Tanya again, but. Uh, Tanya says she wants to duel Jaden uh, because he is the only person here could, who could possibly match her in skill. Uh, and Jaden's like, I never turned down a duel. Okay. Yeah. Which, again, I don't know if the dialogue is this explicit in the sub. I'm getting that it is. But in the dub, dueling is absolutely a metaphor for having sex. Like, it is to, to like, a bizarre Stent to like a bizarre point, you know. Mm-hmm. Make sure you use protection when you duel, aka card sleeves. Yeah, they could have said that in this episode. They could the, have the condoms of competitive card games. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Our dual disc sex toys. Yeah. Like, I do not understand. Like, I do not understand why these two episodes were so horny. Theme duelists are role playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Tanya... Exodia is the biggest nut possible. <laughs> okay. 
Thank you, Max, for your input. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, keep going. Uh, so. Zodia. Ejaculate! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Let's fucking go! <laughs> that has to be the episode oh, title, good can't. god. It's nothing to do with the episode! <laughs> it's so good, but it's... But it's funny! Yeah, um, so, uh, she's set up at... They're in the arena, and she decides to make it a cage match. Uh, like, this big spiked dome comes up, comes up over the uh, dueling arena. Uh, mm-hmm. And furthermore, this is going to have, like, soul battle in it. Like, they every so often, they can project their spirits out of their bodies and punch each other. And whoever's better at punching each other uh, does more damage. Was this mm-hmm. a card effect? I had it's, no clue what the fuck was happening. It explains fucking horribly, to be yeah. fair. Okay. It's like, they make it seem like it is a matter of your fighting spirit, but no. It's just, you pay 100 life points to deal 100 life points to your opponent. But then sometimes it doesn't work that way, it seems. It's fucking Do you nonsense. Like Jade- Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Judai stares directly into the camera and goes, Punching woman is okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not- <laughs> Judai says I'm not a feminist. At, at the very least, it's in the equality. Four kids du- at the very least, in the four kids dub, he says, "Well, I don't like usually punching women, but I'll make an excuse here." Wait, really? <laughs> he really, it, it, obviously, Judai is a much better person than these people, but it, a little bit does feel like men on the internet being like, "So you're saying it's okay to punch a woman if you women want to be equal?" Yeah. yeah, fucking god. <laughs> so, stop punching people <laughs> in general. Yeah, maybe maybe don't do that. Don't do this thing, Judai. Um, take the high road. Um, so ta- it's around this point in these episodes that I realized all of Tanya's cards are very much. It is annoying. so late. It is so bad, though. Like no. it's like I I've never seen it this visible before. It's crazy. It looks awful. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things that happens here, I didn't have many notes for the duels, but at, at some point, Judai like, actually deals like a lot of damage to Tanya, and she goes flying back, and he's like, oh my god, are you okay? I was so caught up in the euphoria of dueling that for a brief moment, I, for, I lived in a world that, where real violence didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What? Does he actually... No, that's a Hannibal where <laughs> Bit. Yeah. I, I was so yeah. caught up in the euphoria of apple juice that for a brief moment I lived in a world where racism didn't exist. Um. Oh, oh, right. Yes, yeah. yes. I remember uh, that. Yeah. Let's see. There's a. Uh, so I I don't have a lot in my notes of this actual duel. Uh, Jaden no, is fine. able to like overcome that strategy that uh, uh, that uh, Tanya used to beat uh, Bastion. I- I have a uh, couple more notes for the duel if, if we're ready to move on after this is done. Dan, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can I can it, tell you exactly how all the duels go, but go ahead. Yeah. All I have left to say about this duel is there's lots of punching. Uh, the duel ends by Jaden and Tanya doing that cool uh, anime fight punch where they punch each other in the face at the same time. Uh, C- cross counter. Yeah. The ending to Rocky 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jaden wins by a hair, and Bastion declares he is no longer in love with Tanya. He is in love with dueling. 
Hooray. <laughs> He's become I Valso. It. I loved it. Yeah, he was like, I'm, I'm just in love with love. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I, so I, I do have a couple more notes. So again, Tanya has this, uh, card that she used against Misawa as well, where, um, if you, uh, if the card takes damage, uh, the damage goes to the attacker, uh, to the other, sorry, to the other person, no matter what kind of damage it is. Um, so he, he, Judai does attack her, attack this card, and takes the damage. And the way the damage is shown is, like, a piece of the Amazonus's, like, um, sword or lance goes, like, flying into him. And it looks like a Castlevania axe. Like, it literally is just, like, <laughs> yeah. this exact Castlevania axe throw. It's like, all right, Leon, go off. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. it was uh, also the cheapest looking thing. It was I've it was really badly life. animated. Mm-hmm. It was like notably <laughs> badly animated. These episodes were so cheap to make. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the other thing is that we actually get like a fun little bit of character development for an unlikely character, Kronos, mm-hmm. um, who is watching this and calls Judai Senor Judai. Yeah, he doesn't call him dropout boy or just boy like he did in the vampire episode. He fucking, he gives him the respect. He gives, he calls him properly Senor Judai. And you love, respect. You love to hear it. Anyway. He has the duelist respect. Uh, Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's all the notes I have for the rest of this duel. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I think one more. Oh, just for the duel. For the duel. Something something insane still happens in this episode. Oh, Oh, yeah. We'll get (laughs) it. So. This episode uh, basically ends here because when Tanya loses, she realizes uh, she is not worthy to marry Jaden, for he is too good of a duelist. And then she turns <laughs> into a tiger. She just fucking. This is not like a metaphor. This is not a metaphor. This is not a joke. This is not a bit. She just stands there and turns into a tiger and walks away. As a tiger. So as you guys you it's guys It's a true fucking form. So this was exactly as insane as it seemed. There wasn't any additional context that would have made this make more sense. Absolutely not. Not yet, no. Nope. No one has done this in the history of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> she just turns into a tiger! She just does it and she's fucking gone! What the fuck? <laughs> She also um, leaves oh behind do her you, Millennium Glove she was wearing. Do you get it? Do you get it? She's a tiger lady. Do you get it? She's a and they didn't lady. have a cougar card, I guess. Like... It is end of the episode. Those are the, yeah, that that's, that's the episode, baby. <laughs> I love Yu-Gi-Oh! I love having fun. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That was... Truly that baffling. An, that was an episode of anime. Damn, shoddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just fucking nonsense bullshit. For you, Yu-Gi-Oh! is fucking fun. I love this show. Oh my god, that was that was definitely a thing. Wow. Yeah, I. You know, I do kind of love Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, it's good. It sometimes things that are bad are good. Is what I'll say on yeah. the matter. Dan, do you also just? Um, oh, sorry. The cards look cool. You know, that I just like the pretty cardboard. Yeah. Dan, do you have any post-show segments today? Yeah, uh, I think I could do a quick reading uh, with uh, the aid of Professor Sadius Hanos. Let me just... uh, Oh, I would love that. Perfectly balanced. Uh, 
session of the Doom Academy Correspondence Course. I am Professor Thaddeus Eidos, uh, a dueling history professor and card lore aficionado. With a, as always, I am here to teach you a lesson in the history of Yu-Gi-Oh! and its, and its uh, great heroes. We are resuming, last left off in our coverage of Doom history. The KC Grand Championship began, putting 16 of the world's greatest duelists against each other. Yugi faced Leon Von Schroeder in the Grand Championship Finals and won another tournament. Yami Yugi traveled back in time to regain his memories and learn about his past. He didn't realize that Bakura had lured him into the ultimate shadow game. The evil duelist wanted to recreate the past so he could resurrect Zork, a mighty creature of darkness. Yugi, Joey, Tristan, Teo, and the spirit of Shani traveled back in time to help the Pharaoh. Kaiba later joined them. Bakura obtained the seven millennium items and found a way to resurrect Zork without those meaning. Now only send Zork back to the place. Tristan and Joey discovered the Pharaoh's name but they couldn't read the hieroglyphs. Before they could do the act is where we'll leave off for this session. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. Was season that, five fucking ruled. Was that the season was that the uh series of episodes where yeah, they go into the video game for like the first time? No, no that was season five. That was when they fight a German guy and then they go to fucking ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. Man. That, that that was like the <laughs> that, that was the end of Duel Monsters. I yeah. yeah. That, I think that stuff happened like right after I stopped watching, like right after I flushed my. Uh, Damn! Flushed. Right, right after, after, right I... after you weevilled yourself. <laughs> yeah, right after I weevilled myself. I love the concept oh, of weevilling as a word, a verb. Yeah. <laughs> I did it! I weevilled myself. Damn it! <laughs> Can't believe God. it! Congratulations! Well, that brings us. You weevilled yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't learn. That brings us. You didn't. You didn't gain card. <laughs> You DJ became Bug Boy. Well, that will bring us uh, to our question segment this week. We got a couple of fun ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Audrey or Dan, y'all want to get the got, uh, Discord questions ready, I, got Discord. I will read off our Twitter questions. We got two. Uh, we make an episode post um, usually a day or two, maybe the day of, <laughs> maybe half an hour before the episode records, yeah. asking for questions. And our fans always come through twitter.com slash or yeah, Twitter.com at PodagreeCast or our mail, mailbag channel and our Discord. We'll shout that out later. First question comes from Milk Succubus at Milk Succubus One on Twitter. Thanks, Milk. Who asks why does she look? Oh, yeah, so so this is in regard to the photo of Tanya, my wife. My <laughs> wife. Why does she look like she has two oranges vacuum sealed under her skin instead of tits? Additionally, which of the main casts are abstinence till marriage or abstinence for life? Mm. Well, uh, well, for the tits question, it's because they're, they are two oranges vacuum sealed to her chest because she cut off her tits as an Amazon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. clearly. I, th- I think that keep was it, obvious. Keep it with a facade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, it, we basically, he said it in this episode, Misawa's is absence for life. Yeah. Uh, Jaden doesn't know what sex is. Uh, yep. Confirmed. Honestly, the fact that Tanya seems to be the only one who does know what sex is is kind of why. There's no sex education in this high school. Yeah. Fucking, I mean, Kronos Kronos slays pussy all the time. The sex education involves just looking at different cards and being like, look at this. 
This <laughs> is like risque of Yu-Gi-Oh card art. This is like a vagina. Okay. Yeah. This is this, this is, card. This this card is called Relinquished. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> shit. Any How other... can you follow that up? <laughs> yeah. Any other Twitter questions? Uh, we have one, another one from Flo, at Flo Near on Twitter. Is is Bastion a furry now? Mm. I think Bastion's always been a furry, I assume. Yeah. Bast- I feel like being in Yu-Gi-Oh! automatically makes you a furry in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already know, we not just Bastion, shows into Catgirls. We know that for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. I see Bastion and like- having, like... Bastion has a rant soda. No, <laughs> don't do him like that, Dan. I, mean, I see it. I see it. I see it. White supremacy or anything like that. He mostly just complains about suboptimal duelists. No, okay. I, all right. Yeah. Sure. I sense some possible MGTOW energy. No, some MGTOW no fap energy coming in here. Oh my god! No, don't do him like that. The way, no. The, the way he was like, I don't need no distractions. Um, I don't need. Yeah. Like, I don't need no card card crushes. Um, Bastion oh definitely uh, thinks that his lack of activity down there makes his brain bigger. Yeah. Jesus. Well, so does Kaiba. Yeah, so. definitely Kaiba. Extremely Kaiba. Oh, but Kaiba. there's activity down there with Kaiba. There's a I difference. I mean, it's different because it doesn't count if he's pumping it into uh, his boyfriend. Uh, his boyfriend is his card, Blue Eyes, old, Blue Eyes White Dragon. Audrey, please fucking read the Discord questions. I'm going insane. Okay. Um, the first one from uh, Hornmeister is, um, which dual monster is the most voluntarily celibate? I do have an answer for this. It is Jinzo. He is wearing a full body cock cage. Yep, 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 yep. He's it's Jinzo. True. He don't jizzo. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, I don't know. We've been talking a lot about Exodia. Exodia is absolutely not Valso. Exo- I mean, when you summon well, Exodia, that's the only time he ever gets to nut, so he makes it count. That's true. He is actually uh, forced in a cage 24-7, and only you can free him by getting... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. This is, like, fucking... one of the most heinous episodes that we've ever recorded. It's really bad. It's one of the most heinous episodes of anime I've ever seen. This is... Sarah and Argyle and Elliot are listening to this and be like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> like saw trap of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that we're talking about here. I hate this. Um, next fucking question. Um, from mm-hmm. Steven Marshmallow. Um, you think Kaiba makes the kids at Duel Academy sign absence pledges so they can focus on dueling? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can turn yeah. in that uh, that uh, you can turn that uh, card in for like a free sandwich once a month at a card shop. <laughs> Yeah. Like, the thing in with Kaiba is it really is just because he wants you to focus on dueling. Like, yeah. there's no mm-hmm. ulterior moment motive there at all. Yeah. You can't you can't use the heart of the cards to draw if you have earthly desires on your brain. Yeah. No, no, uh, no sex until tag team duel. <laughs> no sex until synchro. Uh, no sex. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, um, from Moki Moki, if you were to force a bunch of teens and weirdo professors to build something for you on Kaiba's Island, what building or other structure would you create? And for what purpose? So here's my issue with this question. I mm-hmm. We do not know the full scope of what is on this island yet already. 
Yeah, yeah, we haven't fucking fully mapped it out. There's still fog of war covering most so of it. So I have, I have no idea what this island actually needs. Um, well, I know what it needs. Yeah, did it need a Roman Colosseum? I think, in true kind of a fashion, uh, the any duel instead of having like a counselor's office, every uh, student with like mental health issues must build a monument to their. Hatred of that uh, mental health <laughs> issue, and then ex- blow it up. Good. <laughs> oh, Good. Yeah. Bonus points. Bonus points if it's daddy issues. Yeah. 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 No, but you have oh, to God. first have an epic duel with your rival on that statue. Oh yes. 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 Perfect. Of course. I would make them. Um. I would make them build the fucking annihilation tower. Put the fucking crawler in there, the, you know, the fruit that comes from the hand of the sinner, whatever the fuck. But then if you get to the bottom, you get a cool card. Wait, the crawler? Like the guy from the episode? No, the fucking... I, I'm just talking about Annihilation. Oh, I gotcha. Re, re, good, it's a book, good good book. Jeff Vandermeer, good offer. Tremendous stuff. Okay. Um, from Nero Wyvern, who is, he, who is here listening with us, um, Kronos the Vinky? Uh... Come up with a card-based fitness regimen because that's the only way you're going to get these dual-obsessed nerds to hit the gym. Also, which monster would you let bench press you? Okay, Mm. I got it. I got it. I got it. You draw a card. It has to be all monster cards. The number of stars is how many laps around the track you run. The attack points divided by 100 is the number of, like, sets of push-ups you do. And the, fest, the, the defense points is the number of crunches you do. Mm-hmm. Easy. All right. Uh, I'm thinking... That's actually a fucking real thing you can do. Monjame would have a great time with that. His fucking <laughs> zero attack point ass duck. That's why he got no fucking muscles. That's why he's not buff. That's why he's a beta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to give them all playlists, a, spec, a specific workout playlist, which is, in fact, uh, music to duel by. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Good. We were closer than brothers, but now we can't fight each other. As for Good fucking as album. for a monster, oh. I would let Bench press me. Um. Oh shit, I can't remember her name now. But the the um the fusion of Bubble Man and Burst Denetrix. Oh, Rampart, uh, Blaster. Rampart Blaster. Yeah, Rampart Blaster. I would. She can. She can bench press <laughs> me. There? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she will. she will. God, Rampart Blaster already just sounds. Like, you know, it's like just that. a lady in arm with guns. It's not anything like weird or sexual. It's just a cool monster. She's just, she's just a big butch it. card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I'm da- hey, hell yeah! I wish I remembered enough Yu-Gi-Oh cards to determine which one I would like to bench press me. Um, I would be, I would allow Karibo to because I would be impressed if he could. Oh, you know he could. I would love to see it then. He's, he's got strength in that little hairy body. He can, I, I believe in him. I want uh, Coach Captain Bearman to bench press me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want Barrel I... Dragon to bench press me. How about that? Maneater Bug. Come on, you know what it <laughs> oh. is. Oh, yeah, Maneater Bug, yeah. <laughs> right before it rips your head off. Uh, I uh, From Space Robot is, I don't think Judai ever reveals the identity of his idol card, so who do you think it is? Personally, I think he doesn't really understand that your idol card is supposed to be sexy, so he chose Wayne Karibo. Uh, I think it is his favorite card, Flame Wingman. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's his favorite card, Flame Wingman. Come on. Are those the card crushes that they had? Oh, Oh, yeah, in the American version, they didn't call them idols. They just called them crushes. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was weird. Oh, that <sighs> really makes me feel bad about Hayato's choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's uh, into milk. <laughs> um, okay, uh, from number one Ramper Blaster fan, as we were just talking, uh, Cassidy Cosplay, uh, we have which characters are the most gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss in Yu-Gi-Oh! and GX, which are the most likely to be labeled man-haters? All right. Mm. My Kujaku across the board. No, on. literally a card called Gate Guardian. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, I, it's going to be um Akhenaten for Gaslight. It's going to be oh, it's going to be Malik for Gatekeep, and it's going to be Bakura <laughs> for Girl Boss. For me, <laughs> you did it, Audrey. You got it. You unlocked the yeah. code. Bakura is a girl boss. I would also oh, say man. that. Uh, uh, Crowler is very gatekeep. Uh, yes. Not anymore. He got better. Yeah. Um, Kaiba feels like the biggest gatekeeper in ever. Actually. Oh, yeah. Shoddy, Shoddy's also pretty gatekeepy. I think Shoddy's probably more gaslight than gatekeeper because he knew the fucking truth the entire damn time and didn't tell him until like exactly, but he two, didn't, two episodes away from the end. He didn't lie to them, though. He didn't like try to be like, it's not what you think it is. That's gaslighting. Yeah, gatekeeping that's is just keeping the information to himself. I think he's a gatekeeper, personally. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, right. like Max said earlier, uh, Mai is extremely girl boss. Uh, Mai is the most girl boss and also the most man hater. Yeah, she's absolutely the one most yeah. likely to be labeled man hater. That's not even a question. <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's basically canon. Yeah. Uh, My rules. From uh, Jazz Dumpster, who's here listening with us, Judai XY. Um, how many other cursed magical items do you think there will be now that we know apparently the Millennium items weren't the only one? As many as you can dream. Yeah, fucking literally I mean, okay, we know the pattern's going to repeat. Every fucking seven stars is going to have a cursed magical item. And probably every other villain who shows up until the end of DX, too. Wait, so is there just, are there just, like, infinite millennium items now? I think I they're mean, just They're not millennium items. They're just, like, they're, like, items probably imbued with, like, dark magic in the similar vein to millennium yeah. items, but not made through blood sacrifice. I, I mean, mean, maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. But I actually maybe they are. They probably are. Honestly, really... they probably will if it if they want to do it with the plot. I'd imagine. Yeah, they I would mean, just say that. I, I actually really like that part of the lore where it's like you have this huge overarching plot in Duel Monsters that is like the end all be all. Like this is the apocalypse, uh, and then you get to Duel Monsters. It's like yeah, that's like one possible way the world could have ended. But, like, good job avoiding that one, but that's not, like, the end-all be-all of dark magic. Which is actually kind of cool. So is there a world-destroying uh, threat happening in this show, or is it just them in school? Yes, we uh, are in the middle of a, yes. a, a world. They are- Yeah, th this is a this is currently, yeah. yeah. This, yeah the seven just... stars are a world-threatening world threat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. It's hard to tell because they're all like goofballs. But... <laughs> yeah, because this episode was not about anything even remotely resembling that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's more like, it's funny, right? Because <laughs> the seven stars are absolutely the main villains, but they show up and it's basically like a monster of the week until inevitably they get all of the fucking Chaos Emeralds and then we're going to have to fight. Joseph, Joseph. Uh, knock off Slifer, Obelisk, and Ra. Yeah. <laughs> fucking old no, man Joseph. Yeah. Oh, God. oh, God. Old man Yugi. I'd be down for that. Hmm. That's Grandpa. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, that's You're right. It's literally Sugoroku. <laughs> yeah, but what if, like, Yugi showed up and he was, like, in between? Oh. Oh. Middle-aged like, Yugi. I mean, very first episode, we see adult Yugi. You don't see him, but he's buff, and he has Yami's voice. But you see him from the neck down, so you don't see his, like, 
grown up pubescent head. Wait, wait, wait. So the show just basically implies, yeah, no. So when Yugi goes, when Yugi becomes Yami, he literally does go through puberty and his voice actually, that is the same voice. It just deepens. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I love that. Yu-Gi-Oh fucking rules. Um, And then. (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh fucking rules. (laughs) Yeah. And then our final question is from Saimon, which is, is Naburu the best sage in Ocarina of Time? <laughs> I'm more of a Darunia type bitch. Mm. Fuck yeah. Um, like, like, look, there's Raru, there's Saria, there's Darunia, there's Ruto, there's Impa, there's Naburu. Is that all six? That's all six. Impa seems like she'd be cool. And Sneezy and Dopey. Yeah. <laughs> and Doc. <laughs> uh, I don't play. And Dobby. I don't play Zelda. And Sephiroth. Ocarina is a bad game. Don't play it. I guess I'd go Don't with... Listen to him. Well, it's a, it's a dated game. They're better. It's I not good so. anymore. I guess I'll go with I like Skyward Sword. Uh, I mean, Nabooru's cool. Big lady. We love it. There's a really funny new speed run because somebody discovered that if you just do a bunch of weird things, you can cause the game to glitch and then just go to the end credits. Yeah. Like, it, speed running Ocarina is like batshit. I love it. Yeah. It's always fun to watch. And that's and... all the questions we have. I have a Good question. Shit. I have a question. Uh huh. So I I listened to the pop punk intro for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there's a line in it where it says, "Back in class, they never prepared us for this." You guys go to a high school about card games, <laughs> and yet yeah. they don't yet actually they teach still... them anything. <laughs> maybe maybe they went to a normal middle school. Yeah, I guess they're in public like... school. Kind <laughs> I know it's a private school, but honestly, Kaiba didn't teach them jack shit, let's be honest. What do you think his curriculum looks like? He has a teacher teaching alchemy. Come on. Mm-hmm. Alchemy it's, it's, just, it's nothing. It's nothing, Kaiba. It's just Hogwarts. It's just Hogwarts, but better. Have you guys ever read Mashal? Whoops. Mashal is a great manga that is currently running in Shonen Jump, and the basic premise is that... Um, the guy we follow is the only person in the in the whole school without any magic powers, but he's so fucking buff. Oh, he I've heard about so him. I patched told me about this. Yeah, he he w- lifts weights so much that he can just fake the magic. Mm-hmm. Like he'll uh, like he has to fly a broom, so he just throws the broom and then runs to catch up to it. And you wow. know what? You know what, Dirk? I think that is actually a great way for us to segue into where else we can find you. Because I think you've talked about Mashal somewhere else. I did talk about Mashal somewhere else. That somewhere else is my podcast that I do with my friend David called uh, Shonen Flop, where every... Every two weeks, we read a manga that got canceled before getting popular and try and determine, uh, was this worth reading or did this deserve to be canceled? Audrey (laughs) was actually on a very good episode that we had covering uh, a really terrible manga called SWAT. Hmm. Possibly Uh, possibly the worst manga you guys have actually covered so far. It is (laughs) up there. No, like, it is up there. Um, There's a couple ones that I might say are worse. One of them is Bone Collection, which is a terrible manga where about um, a ma- the main character gains powers by groping his fiance. That's basically... Oh, not good. And pulling out her bones. It's very Great. bad. It's... Bones! It's actually terrible. The episode's good. Yeah, that sounds fucking rough, buddy. Yeah. Yeesh. But... Oof. Yeah. So check us out. 
shonenflop.com. You can hit up our Twitter at shonenflopcast. Our most recent episode is a manga about uh, bug facts, basically. Ooh. Mm, talking about bug facts. And beetles. It's sick. Love beetles. Yeah. Um. Well, seeing, seeing as I'm talking about beetles, you can find me <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at MaxBajillion. I have some other podcasts. I have Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast with my friend Jordan, where we talk about video games and we pick the best track of each game. Most recently, by the time this episode comes out, we will have released our episode on The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, a Ooh. good video game. One of the top three Zelda games, in my humble opinion. Well, we got that's some on, hot takes. Mm-hmm, that's on Twitter at SlappersOnlyPod or SlappersOnlyPod.com. And my other show is called Wow, Cool Robot, a show about Gundam. We are currently, me and my friend Jake, we have a different host every single um, like series. So Jake and I are nearing the end of Double Seda. Uh, tune in after that to hear Audrey talk about G Gundam with other hosts of the show Argyle. <laughs> Eventually, hell yeah. we love G Gundam. Eventually, Dan will be on Talk About Build and... Dirk, I believe you and your co-host will be on in the fucking far future eventually for another Gundam series. Gun- I, feel, I believe Gundam Seed, the Gundam where the main character fucks. Yes, we're going to talk about fucking Gundam Seed, and that's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be something. Man, it's I remember what, on, to- on Toonami they aired G Gundam, and I was like, this rules. I'm so down for the next Gundam series. The and then they Gundam gave you series- Kira Yamato. The next Gundam series was Gundam Seed. <laughs> 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 I fell off. You hate off. to see it. <laughs> yeah. Good mech design, though. Um, that and that's on... Cool, yeah. That's on... Um, Jake blah, 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 was also blah. on an episode of ours, I believe. Yeah, you you just, like, pick up everyone to, to come on your cool show. We do. We try and have as many guests as we can. Yeah. Um, you can find that show on Twitter at Podcast. Dan, how about you? Uh, okay. I can be found at a lot of places, and you can find those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed. Wait, fuck. Uh, Which include the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Um, We are going to be recording an episode tomorrow where we talk about the 2020 Sonic movie. Uh, You can listen to Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, the latest episode, which I wasn't in, is called Museum Fight Cake Boss, where uh, uh, Jordan, uh, Jasmine, Violet, and Cassidy play a game of it not, If Not Us, Then Who by Riley Hopkins. Uh, Ooh, we've had Riley on the show. Yeah, uh, we've had Riley on our show, too. Uh, so, uh, you can... And you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Today, the day we record this is St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day, Xbox. And for when we actually, uh, when this goes up, let me real quick check the schedule. Uh, let's see. Uh, after that is uh, Spring eight, Spring Equinox and Passover, so... Happy Spring Equinox, Xbox, and Happy Passover, Xbox. Hugs and Happy Pesach. Happy Passover, Xbox. Happy Pesach. All right. And uh, Audrey? Have, yeah. Have, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I've been Audrey. You can find me on uh, Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, my funny robot internet joke. I do not have <laughs> I do not have any other projects uh, at the moment until Gundam uh, starts up. Soon. <laughs> That's like next I month. Know, I hope I you know, know that. I'm like flipping out a little bit <laughs> thinking about responsibilities, but it's fine. Um, uh, until Gundam starts up. Uh, but if you are interested in potentially hearing more about me, you can follow at the reticulation. That is T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-O-N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website I am launching with a very good friend of mine where we will be highlighting and spotlighting LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. And uh, as a group, we have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on uh, Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. Do not look for us on uh, Tumblr anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, please, please do not look for us on uh, Tumblr anymore. Um, we are a member of the Noise Space XYZ network uh, that has a lot of uh, other cool shows like uh, Country County Girls Make Do. That's a new one. That's new hotness. New hotness. Um, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. Uh, LMNOP, a bunch of other great shows. Um, you can uh, find all those shows and us there at noisepace.xyz. Uh, and if you would like to support us um, at the uh, $5 level, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash pot of greed uh, and send us a little bit of money and if you do then you'll uh-huh. <laughs> uh you'll get the chance to uh listen in um and while we record and also uh get uh, your name shouted out at the end of the episode like our uh patrons colton crow joel thomas noah bennett and riley hopkins thank you so much for supporting us you've made all this tomfoolery possible <laughs> thank you and i think that's it did i miss anything pretty much no you got Woo-hoo. it um I, thank you dirk so much for joining us for a uh abnormally horny episode <laughs> we're not usually like this well thank you for having me yeah um this one was weird but i had a really good time talking to you guys that's the best ones like right weird and fun i feel like i don't have a judgment on what is normal for Yu-Gi-Oh anymore every that's every true. Single, it's yeah. it's just, it's going a mile every a minute. Every single episode. Yugi is going to get pretty batshit. Um <laughs> as if it's not already. I know, yeah. Bye. Okay, um I set myself face down and my wife sets herself face down on my face. Goodbye. I abandon <laughs> I abandon sex forever and set myself face down. <laughs> <laughs> I end my recording. Goodbye, Xbox. Peach. <laughs>